0: All right, ready? Oh, we're already recording. Three, two, one. Okay, so the deal is we have a lot of conversations about DIY that never get recorded. And frankly, that's definitely for the better. We do not need all of our conversations recorded at all. That would probably hurt many people, Absolutely. specifically us. But there, we do have a lot of fun conversations that pertain to making our own gear. Uh, that we think could be really beneficial to a lot of listeners and makers out there. Thus, we started Ripstop on the record After Hours. This is fairly unscripted, unedited. It's pretty much on everything that you'd want out of a good podcast, but we're going to have fun with it and keep it very organic. So what
1: what you're saying, Jameson, is this is not going to be a good podcast? Probably not. Okay, cool. But it'll be fun. So no pressure.
0: Yeah. So we're going to start a 20-minute timer. We're going to talk about one topic. Either one of us can bring it up. I have this week's at another week. One of them might have it, um, but this is they don't know what we're going to talk about yet. And we're just going to go off the cuff as if we're sitting at Growler Girls having a drink in Carter's living room, uh, having a different drink, or sitting in the office at lunchtime eating Greek food. So, 20 minute timer. We're going to talk about something myog related. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So, I rode my bike to work today and it got me thinking about what it means to carry stuff on a bike that you're going to need more access to. So unlike bike packing, where your stuff's going to be streamlined in a very specific way, what it means to carry and bring stuff on a bike that you need to use that day. So a backpack specifically. So my topic for today is I rode that bike. I threw my clothes for lunchtime basketball in the half frame bag that I have and I had everything else in my backpack. Not a bad system, but it does get me thinking of more ways to disperse or different types of backpacks that you can use. That would be more specific to biking.
2: So I think you could just get ratchet straps and just get all the stuff you need and just ratchet strap it to your body. It's ultra light and simple. And that's how I try to live my life. That's a good point. What do you think
0: about that? Side note, this is unedited completely. There will be language in here that you don't want to hear <laughs> um, but that's part of what the charm of this podcast is going to be: is that Carter's going to swear a lot. Isaac might swear a little bit, and I'll swear a little bit less because I'm scared my mom will listen.
2: In reality, though, if you're listening, Jameson's mom, he cusses all the time. <laughs> that's fair. We have to ask him to stop. It's so bad. I'm just kidding. It's
1: not true.
0: So, yeah, back to it. So, I've got a fairly, like, it's a very rectangular backpack right now that sits fairly close. Um but the weight still shifts. The half frame bag worked well, but you can like I fit a set of clothes in there plus like a small towel deodorant, and some shower wipes and stuff. But like any given day, I need to bring a laptop charger, shoe, like shoes for work, a change of clothes, basketball clothes, and lunch. What other ways can you carry that so that you're not just putting all the weight on your back? So definitely the main thing and the most classic thing that's
2: really coming back in. Our panniers right uh, especially as we get into having uh, really nice alloy and carbon racks like the tail fin rack that we've looked at a little bit and uh also having materials like venom and dyneema composite fabric and things like that where you can make panniers ultra light uh, i think that that's the best spot for them because you can just like a backpack, you can pack them a little bit easier <laughs> and put bulkier stuff in than if you had like 15, like fucking bags off the side. Uh, you know what I'm <laughs> like saying? Cause that's what it would end up being sure. is you have like right. yeah, a full frame bag, but then where do you put like your water and you've got that like v- volley strap to your ankles? Like that's not ideal. So I think panniers are the way to go. I have not, I also think that'd be a really fun project that I haven't done yet. Yeah. Um, but the tail fin rack.
1: So my only I thing with panniers that. though is like the connection method. Because like a lot of them have like heavy metal like hardware that you have to use mm-hmm. to connect them to the panniers, and I like I don't like that. So there are different, there are a lot of different options
2: for that. Yes, some of them are heavy, but more common technology. Like, well, so there are a couple of different ones. Like the tailfin one that you've looked at is not heavy at all, right? Yeah, That's yeah. a designed to be light. <clears> there are <throat> other companies that uh, use like a cord tensioning system to do it. Um, yeah, like uh, Orly. Ortlieb. Ortlieb does a lot of really cool stuff with quick release, and they're not heavy. A lot of those are actually like really dense, like HDPE plastic and stuff like that. And what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs>
0: James is trying to play footsie with me. So cut into your ankle. You either try or you don't do it.
1: So I think the other. Cool I mean, thing... <laughs> what? <clears throat> you either do it or you don't. You don't try. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. So I think the other cool thing that you could look at is front racks. So, like, we we have done some, like, pretty sketchy um, alteration of, like, front brackets on this bike, right? Yes. yeah, this, this yeah It's still there. We, like, took a grinder and, like, cut off half of the front brake. Did they see me? It was, like, a brake hanger, right? This
2: thing right here.
0: You got to bring it closer, I think.
2: Oh, that's a lot of work. Well, just imagine a piece yeah. of metal that's been bent, and that's what it is.
0: Yeah, we, we angle-grinded the brake hanger off yeah. and then bent the shit out of that piece of metal to make it all work. So that being said, though, I think the coolest thing that
1: I've seen recently is the jack rack.
2: So that is really cool. I have or one the, of those. The jack of all racks, I think? I think it's just called the it jack. Right? It might be the jack. Uh, but that is like a... There are similar things out there, uh, but it's kind of like a quasi, like, decaler uh, front rack thing that's a quick release that goes off your handlebar so that you have a bag support underneath there are lots of those for like saddlebags in the mm-hmm. rear that come off and hang down but this one is in the front and it's really nice uh it's kind of like an know it's basically an ultralight version of like a walled rack in the front
0: yeah yeah it's a jacket bike rack and it's currently still on indiegogo so the best thing about the Jack the Bike Rack, and we'll link that down below, is the streamlinedness because I can't be the only person that gets frustrated by aesthetics when trying to put stuff on a bike. Like the frame bags, I like because they're in line with the whole bike system and it doesn't add anything. But like once you get to like front racks and back racks, I just find them like, especially panniers, it's like, they're kind of hideous. And like yeah. the front rack, like especially the Jack rack, like it's. Completely inconspicuous; you have no idea that it's there unless you set it up. But like a front bag, like a front handlebar bag, frame bags, like they all kind of work in line with the bike. Like you expect to see that, and I think they still function pretty well. And the jackrack is that's pretty epic.
2: Yeah. So, Jameson, and you and I definitely share different opinions on aesthetics. Like, <laughs> I do also like the like the
0: fact that my bike is all black and yours is pink and yellow. <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: well, and also I really like uh, the usefulness on certain bikes i would agree like i don't want a front rack on like a road bike or something like that but it does have its place uh it's for like a grocery getter or something so what i use on one of my bikes Mm -hmm. is like a nitto m12 ultralight like tiny front rack and then i use a hat a walled 137 half rack which is or a half basket Mm -hmm. which is something that a lot of people don't even know exists so instead of the full heavy one it's only half of one and then i'll I have a swift bag that goes in there. I also have a, is that
0: um, the full basket is like eight inches tall. And this one's like three or four inches tall. Yeah. Like half so yeah. it's much,
2: although you could put stuff in it with a net, it's really designed to just be a better platform for a bag, but yeah. it's also versatile. If you wanted to like put cans in there and just strap them down, you don't need to have a bag in there
0: mm-hmm.
2: or, and it, the basket is also connected with valet straps. So you can just pull those off and then the rack, I mean, it's tiny. It's, I don't know. It probably sticks out six inches or something Mm. and it's four inches wide. So it's definitely not large or small. It also could hold a lot more weight. And personally, I think it it carries the weight better than when it's directly hanging off of the handlebars. Yeah. So that's the other side of it. Um, But a basket, like you said, is like a pretty obtuse, large object in the front. Whereas the jack rack, if you don't need it, you just pop it off really quickly.
0: Because that is the thing that I did like when I was riding in today and the few other times I've ridden with the backpack is that it does keep your bike fairly clean. Like I would, putting it on the backpack, the pack was probably 12 pounds. It wasn't super heavy, but it's a lot more than you're used to riding with your back. And it is nice just to have everything like I could very easily take that on. Single track, or like I, I went to ride it to get lunch today. I wasn't really like I took everything out of my frame bag, so I don't worry about anything getting stolen or like people being curious about what was in the pack at all because like the bike was still pretty stripped down. So well, that has me thinking too of like just look at the mic so they can hear you. Oh, sorry, I was looking
2: at the bike. Um, mic and bike, it would be really cool to make a padded basket bag that. Is sized specifically to have like a laptop sleeve in it that could just go in the front. That would be sick. Yeah. Um, and then like on my bike, you could just pull it off if you didn't mm-hmm. want to use it. Um, but uh in talking to Jason, our new GM, he rides a lot, does a lot of mountain biking. And we were like asking him, dude, like what kind of you have a ton of like X Pack frame bags, right? And he's like, No, I just carry everything on my back. Uh so <laughs> sometime soon we're gonna have to ask him like what he actually carries and yeah. stuff, because I have no idea what think, he has.
0: <clears throat> I think he also hunts. From his bike too right i'm, sure I'm pretty that. sure he mentioned that so you're planning on bike commuting to our new office isaac yep. and when your new bike comes in i am what's your we talked a little bit but like what what is your game plan for commuting because you've got work stuff clothes lunch like you have all the yeah. same stuff i do do you leave stuff at work like even like what's your bike your, your bag plan of bags you're going to make rack plan and then like what yeah. are you trying to leave at work or at home because
1: you also ride to work like
2: A couple days a week right now yeah
1: sporadically i so i hate like i also hate wearing a backpack and i don't currently have any way of like safety safely transporting a a laptop so i think i'm probably going to end up just like leaving my work laptop at work and just not like not working after hours unacceptable yeah um and then (laughs) That way, I can just focus on like putting like if I wanted to work out at lunch Mm -hmm. or food or whatever, I can just put that like on a front rack or in a frame bag. Because I'm also planning on using the uh, the RouteWorks uh, handlebar bag that Carter got two of. Uh, Actually, should I (laughs) I say it's fine? I I I traded you one, so I really only got one,
2: right? So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So Carter and I made a deal and, uh, I'm going to be using that for my handlebars, um, which if you haven't seen that bag, the Rootworks bag, it is
2: awesome. It has a phenomenal quick release. Yeah. Uh, and it's really sturdy. Uh, and it's just a really well-built, it's pretty heavy, but it's super well-built and has a ton of features like a, uh, quad lock system built into the top of it. So your yeah. phone mounts on top, it has bars like handlebar size, little plugs that can, that can screw in on the side so you can mount lights. Uh, it's just an extremely functional and streamlined bag. Yeah, uh, But yeah, check that out for sure. We'll link that as well.
1: Yeah. So I think I'm going to start with that. And then eventually um, once I save up for the tail fin rack, cause it's like 250 or $300 for the, the alloy one. So it's kind of steep. Uh, I think I'll probably get that and then make my own, Uh, like bag to go on top of that for like gym clothes, stuff like that.
0: What's your, do you have a design concept for that bag? that's going to go on top of the tail fin yet.
1: I don't, I think it's going to be a roll top because the bag that they sell is a roll top bag. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll probably use like probably use DCF just because it also needs to, it'll have to be (laughs) specifically designed for that rack. Yeah. That's that's the other thing. I don't know exactly how the top of that rack is going to look.
2: It's like uh so it's designed to have their specific bag that has like female connectors that yeah clip on and then clip onto your seat. They also have a rack that the bag is the top tube of the rack. Yeah. So it's like the whole thing and then you can just pull the bag off and that's the whole rack comes off and it's all quick release. Yeah, so I so- think you when you make one you're going to have to figure out a way to connect whatever bag you make to the existing bag connectors because it's really designed to have either the bag that they make mm-hmm. or their or panniers uh, that you can get, like you can make your own and then put their attachment on it, yeah. or they have like,
1: brazeons. Uh,
2: yeah, like bottle bottle cage bolts that you could put two dry bags on either side. Yeah. which is what I tend to think would I think a really versatile system would be instead of panniers because I agree they can get really heavy down there and they're just ugly. Uh, but I do like uh, like the wide foot and a few, and a few other places, maybe. I think tailfin has one tailfin too. that's has really, nice. really nice, ones, yeah. They're uh, super
1: lightweight, they're like billet aluminum, I think.
2: It's like the salsa anywhere cage where you can just put a uh, oh, roll yeah. top dry bag on each side and you could fit a ton of shit in one of those. It's sure. like they're like eight or ten liters each, like that's a lot,
1: yeah. So I was kind of thinking, like for the top bag, my brother has a 3D printer, so I might uh, enlist his help to maybe like try and figure out how we could print something that would fit into that attachment system for the top of the rack and then implement that in some kind of DIY bag.
0: Say you go for maximum waterproofness, which I'm sure you probably will for this bag. Would you do French seam and DCF repair tape on those seams? Or would you just do straight seam DCF repair tape and send it because you know, you can make a new one or whatever.
2: One six hyper D. Like you made that fucking Tarkat off?
0: Sorry. It's a, it's a yeah. sun shield. Oh, sorry. Sun shield. Sun shield. I mean, it was also 2.2 Hex 70 DWR. Does that supposed
1: to make it better?
0: <laughs> I, so would it was probably, heavier?
1: I would probably go with French team eventually, but I honestly don't use that that often, so I'd have yeah. to practice a little bit first. To like... Same. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we know.
2: Uh, one, I think one... Uh, split in the middle that you can do, and I've seen a few people do this—not like uh, Hilltop Packs does, but kind of similar. Is just you can also just do a roll hem, a rolled hem that you sew yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, and I think that is sturdier and keeps water out better, and it's much easier than having to flip your project inside out and blah yeah. blah blah. You just need to make sure that you add the allowance for it, and depending on how you construct things, you need to tape certain parts first. So don't wait. Mm-hmm. And this is something that as you make more stuff, you you, you start thinking about those steps a lot in yeah. a lot better planning mindset. Cause at first you're like, well, at first you don't even fucking think about that at all. <laughs> Eventually you're like, okay, well I need to, I'm going to want to tape this at the end. Right. Yeah. So you make the entire, you make the entire uh, bag and then you like, Oh, I should tape this. But now you yeah. have a seam that you can't actually tape because it's held down by two other seams.
0: <clears throat> it's like binding that part where your zipper or the zipper tape. The part that up. you were like yesterday, you were like, Oh, this looks amazing! Oh shit! How, <laughs> why didn't I do this before? Yes, same exact thing. Yeah, there
2: are certain pieces that you won't be able to get to, and with a rolled hem, the, re- the whole reason for saying that is that a rolled hem is really stiff. So if you if there's parts before that you miss, you're not going to be able to like peel exactly. those back and yeah. get tape. But that's I think that's that's probably what I would do. But honestly, most of the time when I'm taping with DCF, unless it's going to be a high stress seam, I just mm-hmm. do a simple seam. And then sometimes I tack it, I top stitch it. Yeah.
0: So this is a slight diversion from what we're currently talking about. But it has been on my mind recently of making like submerging bags, like bags good enough, submersible stuff, bags good enough that they can be dumped (laughs) in the water entirely and still keep everything pretty good. Like you're not going to dive with it. You're not going 10 meters deep. But like if you fall out of your kayak or get pushed out of your kayak or however you end up in the water, that like your shit will be dry.
1: That's kind of what I was going for when I made the pack for like fly fishing. It's kind of like a small mm-hmm. like rectangular roll top yeah. backpack. Uh, and it's completely DCF um, and fully taped. And it's not like, obviously it's not going to be like, I can't hold it underwater for 30 minutes and expect all my stuff to be dry, but I'm also going to have all my stuff in dry bags inside it. So that's yeah. going to like, yeah, there's like multiple layers. I, yeah. I think for DIY, you can't, unless you have like a sonic welder or like. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Yeah. Like you could try to use like a hot iron, but yeah, you need to really, get the temperatures to exact
2: points for whatever TPU or stuff that you're working yeah. with. The, the chances of you not doing that
1: correctly are probably like <laughs> 99%. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're. I, I think the best, next best option mm-hmm. is just having multiple layers of like waterproof.
0: Yeah. It's like, uh, like, doing a naturally waterproofing seam with tape and then do dry bags inside. Oh, well, I use like,
2: depending on what it is, uh, like for backpacking, I would use a like waterproof pack that has tape seams. Mm-hmm. And then I normally don't use dry bags. I use like a big pack liner for all
0: things that could get wet, which is basically a big dry bag. Oh, that's, that's a good idea. Cause I thought about what you said, Isaac, like when I, I was in Florida last week, so I was kayaking and stuff which is why it came to mind. And I had like my DCF fanny pack but it's a zipper. So I knew like, that's not gonna keep it dry. So I had a dry bag inside of the fanny pack. And it's just kind of a pain to get all that stuff out. Like when you pull out, like you open your fanny pack, you pull out a dry bag, you undo the dry bag, you put your stuff in, you roll, you know, like it's a pretty hassle. So do like the, is the height, what's it called? The, the pack liner? Yeah, what's that fabric or material? hype uh that would be really heavy i don't know hypo- but no. something like for a something bag I, did, I would though. literally
2: just use a ziploc bag that's
0: what i'm saying. Like, just like, like a big, literally yeah. just
2: but not like a hypalon ziploc bag just literally just use a ziploc mm-hmm. bag like that is fully waterproof that can go underwater and for a small fanny pack that is like your pack line yeah. just put a heavy use like a freezer bag which is way more durable yeah with for like sure the you, double seal you could use the uh what it called? but yeah but that's what i use for smaller stuff when backpacking or in my bike like in my bike bag Mm -hmm. i put any electronic stuff or things that i don't want to get wet just in a plastic ziploc yeah and that's fine you already have a waterproof thing with a waterproof zipper and then if water gets in there it's not going to get inside
0: the plastic bag and like anything like my phone i would just put like a waterproof like i would get like an actual dry bag from a reputable company but like that's a good idea. Like a Ziploc yeah. would take care of that and take out half the hassle of like undoing a dry bag, unflipping it, getting it out, and doing that. It's control.
2: also extremely cheap and it's way lighter, way lighter. <laughs> and you can reuse it, and that's good to like reuse a plastic bag a lot of times instead of just yeah. throwing it away. Yeah. Also, phones are pretty much all waterproof now. Locksack. So what? Yeah. Well, so the thing about Locksack that I don't like is that so they make the uh, uh the, they make a lot of yeah i I don't have a ton of experience with the with like that one He's, he has like the waterproof the specific waterproof one yeah but i have had like the anti-smell waterproof ones before yeah. to use with the ursac for backpacking like the bear bag thing yeah. and they suck ass really and
0: I mean, a lot of people
2: have that experience <laughs> with the seal like the seal is just terrible i've had probably believe 15 of them and i would say 12 of them have failed like there on the zipper
1: too clothes like the seal yeah but i
2: have not used like the specific water like (laughs) that seal is different than the a-lock sack which is the one that i've used all
1: right i use these like every time i like need to take my laptop or something into an environment that might get wet i just put it in. oh really and they make these
0: big enough yeah i also make them through
1: the car wash (laughs) i go through the car wash sometimes without my car just
0: for fun yeah they also make them
1: they also make them big enough for like a rifle
0: which is kind of cool if you're into that, that's right. pretty wild. Have <laughs> you right.
1: walked around in a fucking ziplock bag on your rifle, dude? <laughs> well, if I'm going out on my canoe hunting, then I can just put my rifle in that. Don't and... they make waterproof rifles these days? I feel like that's the next move. If they don't already make that, that's unfortunate. I mean, it probably wouldn't hurt it
2: if it got wet, but it could hurt like the ammo, possibly. Well, yeah. If you submerge you your ammo to get wet, Isn't that is <laughs> a metal casing yeah but if you submerge it well i don't think it's water impermeable yeah. So, like if it fell in the lake and then you picked it up it would be like waterlogged and it probably wouldn't ignite i mean also but i don't you, know anything about guns so anyways
1: anyways
0: well the funny part about this that we have reached the time it's 20 minutes and that is scary because that went way faster than i thought yeah and uh, we had these conversations a lot so i'm rethinking everything <laughs>
2: What you mean about how much time we're wasting talking about random bullshit or just like,
0: Oh, I wouldn't say that. I would say how much time we're gaining and using talking about worthwhile, helpful information. All right. Senator McFarland Hall. (laughs) I mean, it's beneficial to me. That's true. It is to me too. And maybe 10 of you.
1: Maybe. I don't know who of you would want to listen to our conversations, but Hey, more power to you.
0: If you liked it, let us know, comment, comment, Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. As always, go check out Rip Stuff on the Record during hours, the other 33 episodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that and, what uh, we're going
0: to call it? Yeah, It's, it's, it's the that's official title now. That's why, that's why we stopped swearing in that one, because it's
2: it's during it's, hours. And if percussion. you're cuss at work, then you'll also get fired as well. Uh,
1: yep. But we also drink beer. I'm going to call so HR.
0: How does that work? Well, I think we're- People 50, can't hear us yeah. drink beer yeah, unless we're doing a real bad job. My chair has sunk, which means it's been at least 20 minutes. All right. till next time. Deuces. Love you.